In today's podcast, we're going to talk about cravings. Is it all in your head or is there actually something behind it? I think you're going to be shocked to learn there's science behind cravings. Stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I'm really thankful that Carrie is with me on today's podcast, The Science Behind Cravings, because I'm going to rely heavily on her years, her 20 year, 20 plus years of, of knowledge, her master's degree, uh, all the schooling that she's had, all the experience that she's had, all the research that she's done. Uh, and I, I'm now, now she's going to go, Christy, what are you making me out to be here? But <laughs> She has done some research in this area, and I'm going to have to rely on it heavily. But you guys, we're going to talk about the science behind cravings today. I'm actually excited. Also, we're going to give you tips and tricks to help you deal with your cravings. And I love I love this idea. I like when we when we give actionable tips and tricks. You're right. It's not just because I do listen to podcasts sometimes where people are just, just talking about like the doom and gloom or they're just talking about they're just saying, yeah, this is what's going on. You're like, well, what can we do about it? And so we are going to we're going to we're going to really break it down here. And so you'll understand because I believe, sis, if they can understand what's really going on in their cells, perhaps when they are at the grocery store reaching for the Keebler elf cookies, they're going to maybe stop and go, wait a minute. You know, this is kind of what I, now I kind of see what's happening and this is why I'm reaching for these. And then we'll give them the actionable tips. Keebler elf cookies. I, I can't even think of the last time that I had a Keebler, but I still know what they smell like because they have a different smell. Yes. And did you know, sis, and trigger warning, guys, for those of you, I'm going to I'm going to say something about uh, junk food here. So trigger warning, sis, I, I, I don't know how I got an advertising for this. I'm smiling nervously. They are now they've just come up with Oreo stuffed Oreos. It's actual Oreo cookies stuffed inside Oreo cookies. It's like this thing. Hey, what do they think of next? What? Oreo stuffed. Are they chopped up? I think they're chopped up like, you know, like, like this or something, you know, and then they're, they're what? stuffed in between. I mean, I thought they were getting carried away with the Lay's flavors like Cajun shrimp and backyard barbecue, but yeah. Oreo stuffed Oreos. I mean, I feel like they're really grasping. There was really, other than it's absolute crap in Crisco, there's nothing wrong with the original except for it'll lead to diabetes. Uh, Oreo stuffed Oreos. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's huh. almost like deep fried butter. What are they like? They, you know, they're, they're, yes. they're double, they're double dipping. They're double doing it, you know, but, in, and, and it's selling, I mean, uh, hats off to the marketing as an entrepreneur. I'm super impressed with the way that the food industry continues to find ways to sell us more food because why? Cause you feel addicted customer, you have a customer for life and they're in the business of making money. They're not in the business of keeping people healthy or even being honest. I think that segues great into our topic, the science behind cravings. What's going on with cravings, sis? Break it down for us. I was trying to, as we are getting ready to start this podcast, because you know we do so much prep before our podcast. That's a joke. Chrissy just spit her coffee out. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> we don't. I know. I know. We waited. And by the seat of our pants. And go. But yeah. I was trying to think of where I first heard this concept. And it was at a conference we went to. Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was KetoCon 2019. It might have been. I or, thought it was. Oh, it was. It was Mark. It was Mark Hyman, wasn't it? It was the one where he had the big room, not the other one, not the small one. Yeah, the big room. And you know who was speaking? Who spoke about this? Dave Asprey. It was it was the feel Dave good Asprey summit. Asprey is the first one that it was revolutionary, by the way, because nobody in the keto, the weight loss space was talking about this. And Dave Asprey, if you guys don't know, is the founder of Bulletproof Coffee. He is a the ultimate biohacker. Um, he's all into like, I mean, I'm just going to throw some things out there, like lengthening your telomeres, you know, getting in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber to sleep. I mean, he does some pretty yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, really into autophagy. And, and so I love, I love all of these ideas. Um, they're great. But like Christy and I've said, like, you can't go through Carl's Jr. And then, you know, have like supercharged oxygen. Yeah. yeah. And sis, that was, that was four years ago Uh, this month that we attended four years ago this month, four years ago, February, 2019, that we attended the feel good summit in Los Angeles. Well, that was where I remember first hearing about it, Christy. And I was fascinated by this idea because I had no idea that this took place. I just had no idea. And he explained it really well. So sometimes we have cravings, Christy. I know that I have struggled with them through my weight loss journey. And even now, although it's a lot better. And, you know, this is the science behind it. When we are going from a sugar burning lifestyle to a fat burning lifestyle. Now, remember, I just want to give a quick science of this part. When you wake up, when you're not doing code red, you have a, maybe you have a bagel. Maybe you have a pro, you think it's a protein shake, a juice. You go to Jamba Juice, you go down there with a juice place and you're like, you think you're eating something healthy and you have a big old juice and then you have a bagel and you eat that. Now your body, your brain takes the glucose that it needs and it uses it in your brain. I mean, your brain needs that. It takes it out of your bloodstream. It uses it. You have to release insulin. What happens to the extra sugar, Christy? All those extra, it's stored on your body as fat. It's stored on your body as excess calories. And the truth is, in case some of you haven't thought of this, fat is just, or being overweight is just unused calories. That's all it is, stored calories. Some people get it into this big emotional thing. It's not, it's stored calories. That's all it is. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes. So anyway, so the stored calories. Now, when you become a fat burner, when you start doing code red, you wake up in the morning and you have some bacon some eggs, and maybe some guacamole. It's amazing. Now, your body then has to search out a source of glucose. So your body then is going, oh, I didn't get cheap, easy glucose to feed my brain. I need to search out a source. So then it it takes your body fat. It goes to your neck. Uh, If it's me, it's my big booty Judy, the back of your arms, your thighs. I don't know where it is for you. But you get in there and it takes that fat through a really complicated scientific process. It There is a byproduct of breaking down that fat that the brain uses for glucose. So I just wanted to make sure you guys, it's about acetyl alcohols, acetates, all those things. I don't even want to explain it. Although Christy, you know, Courtney's a microbiologist or my daughter. She'll probably write in and be like, mom, that wasn't quite right. (laughs) I would be really impressed if she listened to our podcast. I don't know. (laughs) 
I would too. She is vegetarian, so I'm not sure if she does. She's eating tofu all the time, that kid. Anyway, it's also why she's anemic. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, so um, but I so I know that that process is not perfect. So if any of you are scientists, please excuse the mistakes. But that's kind of just the basics of it. Now, what happens when you have a craving? Because this is fascinating. It usually happens when you are trying to adjust into this lifestyle, when you are first getting into it. And it takes, guys, 10 to 12 weeks for your cells and your body to be truly fat adapted. That means we are burning fat for fuel efficiently. That's a long time. So when you start Code Red all into that 12-week process, you are still, your cells are still working out all the details. Yeah, yeah, they're working out the details. They're still adjusting. We're getting used to it. Okay, so I don't know about you, Christy, but I'll be driving down the road. And uh, I'm not even hungry. And all of a sudden, I say something like, ooh, cotton candy sounds good. What? You know how long it's been since I've had cotton candy? How long has it been since you've had cotton candy? Or, or Fino uh, lumberjack days, you know? <laughs> so 30 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or I'll get, um, I'll get a, I'm not thinking about cotton candy. I'm not talking about cotton candy. I, I don't even, I don't know where that came from. It's the weirdest thing. Or um, like I'm, I'm just sitting in bed and I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And my body's like, Ooh, you need a handful of trail mix. No, I don't. I don't even have trail mix in my house. Like it's the weirdest thing. So a couple of things that are going on. Number one, association. So you know how Christy, you see a um a uh a coat thrown over a chair in a dark room and you go, ah, it's a person. Your brain is associating with that. Well, what's happening with those foods is that your body needs, and I'm gonna tell you why, but your body needs cheap, easy glucose. It needs cheap, easy glucose. So it goes, ooh, remember that time we had cotton candy? And it's just trying to associate a food with high glucose in it so you would get cheap, easy glucose. So the next thing is what is happening on a cellular level? And I just want to bring up one scripture before I say that, Christy. Are you ready? We have to have a small scripture. I would love a scripture. Are you ready? Psalm 139.14. I'm looking down at my phone. I praise you. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So Mm -hmm. when I tell you this next part, you're going to be amazed. But keep in mind, folks, that this is a system that was developed because we needed to survive. So don't be mad at your body. Like Christy, so many rebels spend so much of their time being mad at their bodies, don't they? They spend so much time being angry. They spend so much. It's not. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's a reason why this system works the way it does, but you need to understand what's happening. Okay. So fast forward to the cells. You get a craving. What is the base of that craving? Your cells have powerhouses of the cells. We all know those are called mitochondria. They're little organelles, I believe that exist in the cells and they make ATP. Christy, do you remember what ATP stands for? Adenosine triphosphate. Nice. Ding, 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 ding. Christy, you win. You win. You get imaginary code red points. (laughs) So they make ATP. Now, everything, okay, like everything in our body, eventually cells need to renew. Our mitochondria need to renew. So we have cell death, which is called apoptosis. 
Nice job. Christy's going to win. She's sitting in the front room of the classroom, front of the classroom. So these cells get tired. They get worn out. They get inefficient. They don't want, even though I don't think they have a brain and they don't, they don't have like wanting. I don't think it's, you know, like they aren't actually want. I'm not trying to personify cells, but they don't want to work hard, Christy. They, they're done. And they don't want to have to go uh, convert fat into fuel for the brain. And so they go, oh, I'm dying. I want cheap. I want a bagel. I want Swedish fish. I want cheap, easy glucose. So as they're dying, as an act of self-preservation, they send out signals to your brain that say, get me cheap, easy glucose. And because our brains are such efficient association machines, just like you see a cloud and you go, that's Jesus. It's a cloud. Same idea. Our brains go, oh, what was cheap, easy glucose? Cotton candy. And that is why you're getting cravings. It doesn't have anything to do with you actually needing trail mix, Swedish fish, cotton candy, or a pretzel or anything like that. Your mitochondria that are dying and are inefficient and need to get out of there, Christy, they need to leave. You need younger, more efficient cells. You need more efficient ATP producers. But they sit there and they are dying. And so they send out craving signals. So when you have cravings, it rarely has anything to do with the actual food. That was like the, their Hail Mary, their last ditch effort to try to just uh, hang on a little bit longer. I want to back up uh, to something you said. You said um, it takes 10 to 12 weeks to become a, a, an efficient fat burner. Yes. So then you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Why do I feel so good when I do the 10 pound takedown where I can lose 10 pounds in 30 days? And Christy, you said that it takes four to seven days to detox. Yes, it takes four to seven days to detox. The average person wakes up on day eight feeling fantastic. But in order to become uh, fat adapted in kind of running ketosis, we don't really like to use those terms with, with Code Red because it really confuses things with mainstream. So we don't like to say that term, but it does take a full 10 to 12 weeks, a full three months. But that doesn't mean it'll wait. It'll be three months until you actually uh, see the results of Code Red or the actually start seeing your your A1C come down or your blood, your fasting glucose come down or your clothes fit better or your energy improve or the hand, the pain in your hands and, and knees go away. You're going to see those results in the first 30 days. It's, it's remarkable how quickly we feel once we get off the sugar. It's just that that slow process of switching over completely can take place over the course of you know 10 to 12 weeks out, three months out, if you don't reintroduce any sugar back in. That's the biggest reason for not cheating. And I'm sorry, I should have explained that a little bit better. No, but yeah, right. you're right. It You're going to see results right away. Christy's right. But to become efficient, and this is why it does not make sense to nibble, bite, cheat, get off track. You start that process all over again. You're going to feel better. You're going to lose weight right off the bat, probably day one with code red. You are going to lose weight and feel better, but to really get your cells like, okay, so this is what we're doing now. So we're doing, we're doing fat. Okay. So we're feeding off fat. Well, let's go. Let's take it off the hips. Let's take it off the belly. Let's go. But you guys, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and what an awesome system of self-preservation, even your cells you know, like someone, uh, if somebody has a stroke in the ER or we think they might be brain dead, we do a test where we, if their eyes are open, we put their hands right in front of their face to see if they're, and if they jerk, it's self-preservation. If they don't have that, a part of their brain is not working appropriately or it's dead. Something's not right. So even your cells have a jerk reaction. Ah, 
we don't want to die even though we're inefficient. So we're going to make sure you give us some cheap, easy glucose. And you know how this has helped me, Christy, is that when I get a craving, I say to myself, this has nothing to do with food X, whatever the food is. It has nothing to do with that. And it has everything to do with my body trying to become more efficient. And I actually say out loud, y'all can laugh at me if you want, but I'll say mitochondria, you don't control me. You don't get to dictate what I eat right now. I will choose what I eat right now. Cells, you're not in charge. You can go ahead and die, sell death, bring on a new, more efficient cell. Now, you guys have heard us talk about cravings being caused uh, in, and crazy cravings being um, worsened by a lack of sleep. So there are other causes for uh, craving sugar could be a lack of sodium, lack of sleep. So there are other things going on, too, that if you are like all of a sudden like, oh, I am on a karma macchiato and a cake pop. Well, you might have just not that that happened to me here recently since I went to a fitness retreat in uh, Scottsdale and because of the my room was terrible and I couldn't sleep for three nights um, and I started craving horribly sh craving sugar. Well, it's because my body was last ditch effort. Well, I guess it's the same thing, isn't it? Last ditch effort to keep me awake and keep me going. Same kind of science behind it. So I think it all goes together trying to trying to give me that glucose to wake me up so I don't do something stupid. That's almost like in the immediate though, but I agree with you. If you are tired, it's going to hijack your hunger pathways, guys. And it is going to tell you, you are hungry. Christy, have you ever noticed? I do this all the time. Maybe you don't do this. When I have a really bad headache, um, I think, oh, I need to eat. Do you know why? Because my body thinks maybe it's low blood sugar and it's oh. silly. I just need to, I need to drink water. I'm probably thirsty and I need to take some Tylenol, some Motrin, whatever the doctor, whatever you feel comfortable taking. That's what I need to do. I don't need to eat, but I have eaten before thinking, man, me, and I don't even consciously, maybe, maybe my blood sugar is low. Maybe that's why I have a headache right now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is it. I mean, I don't have chronically low blood sugar, but it's weird how your body tries to tell you, wake up, like this is what's going on. It's very interesting. And same thing with you. You're super tired. So your body's wanting that sugar. I do think that's a little bit different than trying to become fat adapted and, and yeah. going through cellular death. Now, Christy, do you want to tell us a little bit about when cellular death, when apoptosis occurs and how we can look forward to new, more efficient cells with code red? Um, I don't know if I know the oh, answer to that when you don't eat. Oh yeah. In the, in the absence of calories is when the magic happens. Yep. Yep. So if you aren't eating at seven o'clock at night, what's going on? Your body is totally cleaning itself up. That's when apoptosis is taking place. So that's why we don't have rebels eating at eight or nine o'clock at night. Christy, last night, I got to tell you last night, my husband and my daughter, my husband's getting ready to go on a trip. So he's taking some trail mix, whatever. He can do whatever he wants. But they opened it up last night down here. And I was really hungry. And it was 7, 7, 7.30. And they're down there <laughs> eating his trail mix with like, you know, dried pepper, no, dried uh, pineapple and little pieces of mango. And I'm just over there and little chocolate chips. And I am going, Harry. And they're like, have some. And I'm like, nope, because I'm, I got some goals I'm working on. Plus nobody needs to eat at seven o'clock at night. Not even them, but you all know, sometimes we can't control everything that happens in our house. So I said, kind of irritated. I am going upstairs and getting in the bath. <laughs> sometimes you have to just go upstairs, 
and get in the bath when those cravings get bad. Well, I have a massage every Friday at, I got in on a special, I got in on, and now because I'm a tear hearse, now I got to tell you why I, but I got in on a special on with massages and I bought a bunch of massages. So I have them all until I compete. And so I go in every Friday afternoon to get a deep tissue massage. And I'm really thankful for it. It really helps me recover. Well, I noticed that, um, through, through the holidays, she had Lord Jesus help me. Lindor chocolates, the big ones that are tied, twisty, 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 you know, and, uh, oh. Uh, oh, I'm coming out of that massage and I'm tired and I'm, I haven't eaten all day long because this is an afternoon massage and I, I'm an early eater and then I don't need anything in the afternoon and, uh, freaking chocolates, man. It was, I filmed a TikTok about it because I was just like, ah, oh, it was so hard. I was getting out of that room. I was trying to cover up the, my site you know, so I couldn't see the big bowl of chocolate in my room where it was dark and nobody would ever know why, huh? you know, so when you're, when you're tired, when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, when you've had low uh, sodium and uh, other, other reasons can cause these, uh, these cravings to intensify, but definitely even when none of those things are present, even when you're fully hydrated, you've got plenty of good quality sodium on board. When you um, have had good quality sleep and your sleep scores in the upper eighties, and you're still having cravings? Don't worry, you're not crazy. There is science behind this. And that brings me to another point. I'm glad you brought this up. When things are stressful in the emergency room, I will find myself seeking out food in between, like when I'm standing faxing something, or if I'm getting paperwork for the next patient, there's a bowl of candy right there in this stupid registration area. And before I would maybe grab something like that's ridiculous. I had to stop doing that. And for me, Christy, in that moment, my body wanted a dopamine hit so it could feel calm. It wanted that serotonin, just, ah, that calm, which all I need to do is just take a big breath and say, you're fine. It's busy. Things are stressful. You're fine. So there, you are right. There are lots of reasons for getting cravings, uh, hydration being one lack of sleep, tired, uh, stressed out you know, just being around it. But the other thing that's happening, you need to know are your mitochondria becoming not wanting to adapt and they're inefficient and they need to, they need to go be with Jesus. And that's what I tell myself. So I don't know what you guys tell yourself to get you out of that. But what I tell myself as I go, stop, I said, I always said, Christy, why would you want to take two steps back? You're making such right. great forward progress. Cause the way this whole thing worked, the way, the way you lose weight is you accumulate back to back to back good decisions. You accumulate back to back to back days of good decisions. And like our aunt Barbara says, it's not one decision that change your mind changes your life. Sometimes you're making decisions every hour on making the right choice. Sometimes you're just making the right choice that hour and it's hour after hour. And that's how you accumulate. So, but if you have a Hershey's kiss off your coworker's desk, you stop, you start the whole process over and now you're back to square one. So so keep going so that you get to that 10 to 12 week mark. And then it's just smooth sailing from there. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. And, and once you become fat adapted, it's very easy to stay fat adapted. I think it, it's, it's really a different deal maker. Once you kind of get past the hump, past the hump. So do we want to give them some trips, tri tricks and tips and tips and tricks? Yes. You want to go back and forth like we did our top well, 10 things? Well, uh, I don't know if we already said them. You start and, and I'll go to the next one. I'm going to start with, I know Mama Carol is listening. Mama Carol, when you get a craving, just I want you to channel your inner Mama Carol. And I want you to say yourself. She used to say to us, 
you're thirsty, you're not hungry. So if you get a craving before you give into that craving, set your timer for 30 minutes on your phone. Most cravings go away between 20 and 30 minutes and drink a big bunch of water. And I almost guarantee you that by the time your timer goes off, that your craving will be better. That's my trip. That's my tip. Oh yeah. Lord. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And my first one's going to be obvious, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it cause I got my other ones lined out in my head. Now that when you were talking my first one, obviously you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, check and check your sleep score. Just make sure you're not sleep deprived because that's going to make everything worse. Everything, everything you're just going to, it's going to be harder to deal with your husband. It's going to be harder to deal with your kids. It's going to be harder to deal with your coworkers. Everything's going to be worse if you're sleep deprived and it's gone. It's, it's going to be, you're going to be on edge. Everything's going to be just super sensitive. So check your sleep score, make sure you're sleeping well, make sure if you feel like you need a nap, you know, of course, hydration, but, um, I'm always talking to my VIP rebels. You can always join Carrie and my VIP program by going to coderedlifestyle.com for forward slash VIP. And I'm always sending messages. I send three messages a day to my rebels. And I'm always saying, guys, like, uh, let's, it, let's not, let's just check those afternoon cravings because it could be sleep related. So be sure that your sleep is in line so that your, the deck is not stacked against you. That is excellent. I, I love that one because I mean, then you're just starting off from a poorer place. You know, that doesn't help at you're all. You're starting off behind the eight ball. Yeah. Behind the eight ball. Okay. Here's mine. And it's a mindset one. Christy, we'll give you regular practical ones, but here's a mindset one. I look at the food or I think about the food and I say cotton candy and I call it out like by name, cotton candy. You've actually never done anything good for me. I know exactly what you taste like. I've had you and you've really done me no favors in my life. You've done me no favors. You kind of got me where I was. And I talked to it straight up. And I'm I'm not going to do that today. I know what you taste like and I, I'm good. Like I'm I'm not letting you you I've I've already been there. I've done that. It's not new and exciting. It's just cotton candy. The cotton candy is my example. I again, I don't know when the last time is I had cotton candy, but you've done me no favors. I know what you taste like. And I'm going to go ahead and pass. You don't have power over me. I like that one. And I say something similar for my next one that you said to yourself earlier. I tell myself, listen, you can have it if you want. Like, if that's really what you want, it's fine. I mean, like, if I want a package of M&Ms, um, I'd have to go down and buy it from the store. And I'd have to go down the hotel lobby and go out and then go to a bodega that's down the block a little ways. I mean, it takes some effort. But I say to myself, okay. If you want that, that's fine. Just um, make sure. Can you just wait until four o'clock to go do that? And it's like three o'clock right now. And then by the time four o'clock comes, it's all, it's already passed. So I I uh, I just get inside my head and try to make little games with myself. And I've never actually gone four o'clock has gotten here and I go, yep, I still want it. I'm going down to get it. I I haven't. Normally I forget about it or I'm super proud of myself. I'm like, good you're okay. You got past that, that 30 minute window or whatever. So I, I give myself little things in maintenance. You can, you can, you have a bit more flexibility than weight loss. So it with, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're in weight loss and you know, I don't want you having the cotton candy or the M&Ms, but saying to yourself, sure, you can have it if you want in one hour, if you still want it in one hour, sure, go ahead and go down and get it. And somehow for me, that tends to work. Um, and Christy's just making deals with herself. 
Yeah, I like that. Deal. Making deals with myself. I don't um, know how healthy that is. I know this just seems to work for me. <laughs> you're coping. You're doing it. You're getting it. The other thing that I do, Christy, is I stay intentional with my eating. I stay present. Uh, one of the rebels that I work with on my VIP program, her most terrible time, the most tempting time is when she is chatting with friends on the phone in the evenings. Hmm. That's when she wants to eat. I don't I know who know, eats I, on I the phone. I didn't know people did that anymore. Oh, I didn't know people talked on the phone anymore. Like, That's what I'm saying. I saw yeah. on the phone, really? But when she's chatting with friends, however that looks for her, she wants to eat. And so being intentional with saying this is an activity that always makes me want to eat. And so what I'm going to do is this, or what I'm going to do is this. And this goes along with if she's not in the kitchen, she can't eat. So y'all, when eating times are over, stay out of the kitchen. Don't go back in. We had a rebel that used to make a sign and she would, it would say the kitchen is open. The kitchen is closed. If that helps you, that is great. Don't go back in there to meal prep. Don't go back in there to wash dishes. Get it done and get out. And that kitchen is closed for the rest of the day. That's what I do. I don't go downstairs. I just don't go in the kitchen for any reason. And that works perfectly for me. I love that. Another thing I do is if I'm starting to have cravings is I get on Instagram. I don't follow a lot of people, um, um, but I'll get on and I'll look at the people that I admire and I'll remind myself of what I am doing. Like I look at other fitness competitors and I'll say, this is what you've got coming up. This is what you're doing. This is what you're striving for. If you if you uh, forego this craving, then you're going to be here on stage looking exactly like this. Like this is your future if you just stay on this path. So you can do this, you know, and I, I remind myself of why I'm on this path right now that I'm on. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I, uh, I like to find I like to find people that I hate to say the word motivate me, but um, that are driven and disciplined that I look up to. And there aren't many, but I'll go seek them out and I'll just go look at their stuff. I think that people kind of do that with Code Red stuff because we have the podcast, we have Instagram, we have the app, we have YouTube channels with, I think, 1,200 videos on my YouTube channel. We have Facebook groups. We have things that that you that we have resources for you to go and seek out that are free that can help keep you on track. That is excellent. Uh, one thing I, I saw someone come up with once that I love is if you can get occupied with something else, that really helps. So make yourself a cravings list of 100 things you can do when you get cravings. I mean, 100 might be a little bit of a wow. reach unless you want to come over to my house and help <laughs> with like, uh, I, I always have, what did somebody say? We They canceled all the classes because of ice and snow this morning and uh, the gym owner texted me and she was like, hope you're in bed rusting. And I thought, do you not know me? <sighs> like I am up early. And I, I mean, she's like, you've already been outside. I'm like, it is eight 30. Like I've been up for hours. All my chickens are fed. Everyone has water. I mean, like it's, it cracks me up. There's always something to do here, but maybe a busy list where you just take a piece of paper and you make out like, um, bleach my teeth, go take a bath, uh, reorganize, put down cupboards and not in the kitchen. But things in your house that need to be done, like if your baseboards are driving you crazy, get a bucket of hot soapy water and go upstairs and do all your baseboards in one room. Trust me, when you get going and you're listening to a podcast and your AirPods or you're listening to, you know, praise music or whatever your you know, Sirius XM, the blend, I don't care what you do. It will get you occupied and it will get your mind off food, but you need to have a plan. Don't have a craving and be like, oh my gosh, what can I do? You need to have it worked out like, oh. 
okay, I'm, I don't want to do it. The other night it was really bad, but Piper, my Australian shepherd needed a bath, Christy. So I, I was so frustrated with, with everybody in the kitchen eating. This has been two nights in a row that I just said, I'm taking Piper in the, in the, uh, so I went into this little room. You guys can't see it over here. Shut the door, Christy, put an air pot in one. And Piper has tons of hair. I brushed her down, gave her a bath, blow dried her. It took an hour and a half. By the time it was done, it was time for me to go upstairs and get in the bath and go to bed. So it was wonderful, but you have to have a list of things that you're going to do when you like that junk drawer, or I'm going to start going through family photos. I'm going to start uh, cleaning out my emails. I'm going to organize my desk. I don't know. I mean, if you're at Christie's house, there's literally nothing to organize. <laughs> Cause I use I organizing. You I use organizing as a way to reward myself. So like, I'll say, if I can get all these emails done, I can go refold all my t-shirts, you know? So I like that sis, because what, and here's my next tip is identify what part of the day is the hardest for you. It could be two o'clock. You could get that app because everybody's going down to the vending machine at your work at two o'clock. I carry, I look out here across to the building, across the way you guys can't see, but I have these giant windows in my condo. I can see into that company's break room and I can see people going in there at two o'clock for that afternoon lull and they're getting crap out of the vending machine. So what I do sis for me is I know that six o'clock I start my bedtime routine until and then 8 PM I fall asleep. So six o'clock, my blue light blocking glasses go on. I take a shower my makeup comes off. So I back that up and I say, okay, so my hardest time is usually five o'clock. And so I plan something for five, just like what you said. And that's going down to the gym. I got my evening cardio. That's part of my program. And then I sit in the sauna for an additional 30 minutes. We have a 220 degree sauna at the, at the Grove. And so I do 30 minutes on the stair climber, 30 minutes on the sauna. So that eats up an hour right there. So I go down and then I'm done from five to six. I do that. And then if I can just, if I can just make it to six, I won't go into the kitchen. And then I start my bedtime routine. I come, I'm sweaty. I come in here, I get a shower, I wash my makeup. And then I take my sleep stuff, my super sleeper bundle, whatever. And I start the wind down process. Um, so identify where you struggle and what measures you can put in place for yourself. But for me, it's that it's between three and 5 PM. I think having a routine in place is huge that, you know, like, again, don't step foot in that kitchen. Like Christy doesn't go in there. There's no reason for her to be in there except for to refill her water bottle. That's it. And even 5 PM, uh, your water should be done. So I, you know, just even yeah. then, like, you know, unless you want to, unless you want to get a hot cup of tea, you can do that kind of in the dark. Don't turn the lights on. Don't mess around in there. Be really militant, be protect yourself. You know, your life literally depends on it. If you don't get this weight off, we don't, if you don't get this under control, if you don't get your blood sugars down, if you don't get yourself under control, you will not be celebrating your granddaughter's master's degree at the university. You will not be able to walk your kid down the aisle. Your life depends on this. Your health depends on it. So treat it like that. Yeah, that is so good. Boy, I don't even know if I have anything to follow up with that, except for get out of the, my last tip would be get out of the proximity of food. Mm. And, and let me just tell you, I was talking to my rebel, uh, our, our, in, in our network, we have a page called ringside and it's just a really special page and I love it. Subscription service. You can be in there for, you know, it's very nominal, but the, the group is amazing and alive. I mean, the whole network is amazing, but I was going live in there and someone said last night, my husband ate popcorn and I had to cover up my nose. And I said in bed, 
and this person's husband wasn't in bed with food, but for heaven's sakes, do not take food to other parts. I'm going to get loud. Do not take food to other parts of your house. Don't drag your food around the house. Eat it in one area. If you have food for a while, Christy, Brandon was bringing stuff up to the bedroom. And I was like, stop that. Like, get it. No, not like he was eating a full meal up there, but like, oh, I'm going to get a handful of this or whatever. Even if it's code red stuff, you know, no, it, no food in your room. No food in your room. No food in your, I don't even usually, unless I'm really busy, I don't even bring food in the office. I have one area yeah. where I eat. And that's really going to help with your cravings. If you can't find food throughout your house, the only thing you should be able to find throughout your house are empty code red water bottles that you're going to refill. Okay. Okay. Maybe some gum. Yeah. Gum. That's it. <laughs> and if you're at Christie's house, it's going to be in one drawer. That's all I'm saying. Look, I'll show you guys my gum cup. She needs therapy, <laughs> Christy. That's got cinnamon gum in there and bubble gum in there and some citrus. I don't know. I don't know. Before you start therapy, I want to have a word with your therapist. I'm going to be like, <laughs> he has a gum cup and she rewards herself by reorganizing. So I feel like, Dude. and y'all, if you, if you have a church prayer list, add Christy code red to it, because anybody that wants to refold clothes needs to be on the church prayer list. I'm teasing. I'm I told teasing. Andrea that I told Andrea that and she fell over. She was like, well, I do not reward myself with reorganizing things, but you know, she just thought that was hilarious. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle. Uh, it, the science behind cravings. Yeah. We broke down the science. Then we gave you practical ways to deal with it. And surely you can come up with something. You can adopt one of our suggestions and help you out, but you've got to put measures in place. You've got to take control. Ain't nobody coming for you. This is you and you, and we're here for you. We love you and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.